Hello there. Just to welcome you again to your regular program, Still Small Voice. There is a voice of God that is missing in the land. God has a voice, but his voice is not heard. God's voice has been silent by five things. Number one, the human nature has silenced the voice of God. God is not able to speak through man because the human nature overshadows his voice. Sin is another thing that hinders the voice of God. The Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory. The glory of God is expressed in his voice. What else? It is that deprive us from hearing the voice of God. Aside the human nature that caging the voice of God and garment it. Aside sin that makes us come short of the glory of his voice. The third thing that influences us against hearing the voice of God very many times is Satan the devil. The devil speaks to us. He speaks to misdirect us. He speaks to contradict the voice of God in us. The devil is a speaker. And oh, sometimes he speaks to men. And very many times we listen to the voice of the devil more than the voice of God. My desire this day is that our ears will be open to the speakings of the voice of God. And so, aside the devil, there are more other things that contradict us from hearing the voice, the gentle whisper of the Lord. What is it again, apart from Satan? The human conscience. The human conscience is supposed to tally with the voice of God in order to direct man to do the right thing. But so many people have their conscience seen with hot iron. What does that mean? It means that when you sin and the Holy Spirit corrects you, at another time you sin, he correct you, but you do not take caution. The first time you didn't take caution. The second time you didn't take dressing. The third time he speaks again, you did not. The Holy Ghost is going to withdraw. You have grieved the Spirit. The Spirit is grieved. And so the Bible says that you should grieve not the Spirit of God. But very many times we grieve him. To grieve him means he feels bad that he's been neglected. That's what the Bible says in Philippians 1, 21, 22, that we should not frustrate the grace of God. We frustrate the grace of God. Each time God wants to speak to us, but we don't give him the opportunity to express himself. So the human conscience, which is supposed to work in conjunction with the Holy Spirit, sometimes is hijacked by the flesh, sometimes is hijacked by the devil, and a few times by the Lord. It is God's desire that we pick up his voice at every time at the shopping mall. He needs to guide you on what to pick and what not to pick. In the car, he needs to tell you when to stop and when to drive and when to turn left or right. Very many people have said that God has given you a brain so that you stop disturbing him. That's not true. God desires that we commune with him every step of the way. He desires that as you are dressing up, you are asking God, what should I wear out? As you are eating, you are praying, Lord, how many small more should I take or is it okay? He desired that instant and immediate and always communication. God is very communicative. He likes communicating people. So, we have these five factors, indicators, that deprive us of picking the voice of God. So, your human conscience, your human heart is very important in hearing the voice of God. The number six factor 
can influence us negatively against the voice of God. It's a voice of man. Man talks. A man talks a lot. And very many times we like to hear what man is saying. Man speaks sometimes even without meaning what he is saying. And so, as a child of God, you should be able to decipher the voice of man from the voice of God, from the voice of your conscience, and the voice of your flesh, and the voice of your human nature, and the voice of Satan. So, the sixth voice that distracts us from hearing from God is the voice of man. Man speaks, and man speaks in diverse ways. Sometimes you go for counseling and the man will just advise you based on his own experience. You still need the Holy Spirit to guide you there. Except you have come to understand that following the man who is following God is a risk. And if you follow sincerely, God will look at your situations and always guide you on the right path. Because God positions authority. God honors and respects hierarchy. He has placed authority of man over man in relation to himself. And so following the man is a risk. It's a calculated risk. And so the trust you have on a man will determine how far you will learn God more. If you are very careful and reserved and you don't give it all out, you may not learn God more through men because you tend to see their weaknesses and what they are unable to do. And you are not so the voice of such a man will not profit you. But the voice of God through a man, a man that God has put his bread in your hands, is very important to you. Because one day you will be in that opportunity to raise other men if you are growing well. So the voice of man, good as it is, sometimes can be distracting. But in most cases, if your risk level is very low, that is, you just trust that everything will be well, putting everything, all your eggs in one basket, that's correct fate, you will benefit from it. But those whose risk is very high, they can play high risk, and refuse to invest and submit their life fully to what God is doing through a man upon their life, then they will never maximize from that relationship. So the voice of man praying for you, speaking word, is very important for your life. But sometimes that voice, if you don't handle it well, can deprive you of hearing the voice of God. So the sixth factor we must consider diligently and carefully is the voice of man. There is another reason why we are not able to pick up the voice of God effectively and efficiently as we should. And that comes in through uh, reading wrong books. I believe in reading books. The books of a man is a summary of his thought package in a container for easy digestion. So when I'm reading a man whose book I've come to place a risk on to read and swallow, I do that hook, line, and sinker. I swallow everything in the book. I pray his thought into my life because the thought of the man is connected to his spirit. So when you get the thought of the man, I tell you you are connected to his spirit. Spirit come to us in form of thoughts. Even the Holy Spirit, for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you need the word of God to believe that you shall receive power. As you are believing that it is the thought of God's word you are hearing, and power is generated by the thoughts of God's word at one day, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So being filled with the Holy Spirit is critical and very great for you to know that the Holy Spirit and holy things are communicated through thought. 
So if you're having a wrong thought, you're having a wrong spirit, you're having a right thought, you maybe you're having the Holy Spirit. So thought are important, casting that imagination and everything that resulted is the greater knowledge of our God. So thoughts can exalt themselves. If you hear exalted thought, you may soon be deceived. So reading books is, is critical. A book of a man is a spirit package in thought pattern for you to swallow. It's like Panador. That several things have been put together once you swallow it. You don't even know what you are swallowing, but it contains things that can bring you healing for your headache. And so the thought of a man is packaged in this book. We must be careful whose books we read because that book will determine whether you hear from God or not. So the voice of God is being hindered. It's still small voice because the voice of God comes to us in gentle thought, gentle whispers, sparks of fire and sparks of thought. Very many times we allow all these other thoughts that have exalted itself against the knowledge of our God to be in position of our thought and our minds. Through wrong books that we read, so much newspaper will deprive you from hearing from God. Too much secular works and secular things will deprive you. After salvation, the greatest thing a man needs to know in his life is hearing from God. And you must cultivate that. Who you are now, what you are doing now, is a functionality of how much you are devoted to hear from God. Several people don't hear from God. So developing the skill, the spiritual skills of hearing from God is critical. And so we have begun this series by looking at six or seven ways that hinders us from hearing from God. Because if you correct that, you are pushing towards hearing from God. Praise God. And so take note of this point that we have raised in this first discussion, that if you are not careful with these seven or six indicators, if you don't deal with these skills and learn the correct skills of hearing from God, you will live all your life debating, arguing, and remaining on the same level where God would have moved you several kilometers forward, but because you are not hearing from Him, you are stunted, stagnated, and grounded. God's voice is powerful. The voice of God breaking the cinders of Lebanon according to Psalm 29. God's voice. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 3, the Bible said that Adam and Eve heard God walking in the garden. They heard the voice of God walking in the garden. God's voice is everywhere. God's voice is walking around. I believe that the Bible is the pool of God's word where God is speaking every day. You only need to position your heart, your spirit, in the same current flow of what God is saying and then you pick his words. But to do that, you need skills. You need to be developed. You need to be prepared. That's what we hope to do in this series. So this first series is just an introduction to help you know things that you must deal with if you want to hear from God. You must deal with all of these factors. I think there are two more. And I stop at seven. I wish you can add more, but I want this to be short or shorter. And then we'll come back to you in the next series. Let us pray. Father, Lord, we desire to hear your voice. The Bible says you came in the still small voice. Help us to be still. You say you will be still and know that I'm God. But we're so much in a hurry. Our quiet time are in a hurry. We need to hear the distinct voice of God. You say the trumpet blow an uncertain sound. We shall prepare for battle. Lord, we want to prepare for the battle of the end time. And the trumpet of God's voice must not be blown on certain sounds in our hearing. We must hear crystal clear what you are saying. We must know your new direction. We must wake up every morning knowing the direction of your spirit. Release ourselves into your hands for this breakthrough. 
able this breakthrough open our ears pop open our ears pop open our mind our spirit to be able to pick up the frequency of your voice every day every here and there in the shop everywhere lord in jesus name we pray amen god bless you share this around till we come back to you in the next episode amen my name is hillary ashikabe from the still small voice of our glory river retreat lagos nigeria god bless you Thank you.